0: I hate it already. You're doing eye contact (laughs) with me, though. That's (laughs) the worst part. (laughs) Book Club. Well, that's our new theme song. I hope you're happy. <laughs> you're going to be hearing that all the time.
1: That's going to be the Halloween episode. <laughs> Choose your own adventure book club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy>. oh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, beware and warning mm-hmm. and I like how you had to say, mm hmm, yep, mm-hmm. yep, got to beware. Yep, warn, warned. Gotta, gotta be warned, warned. Got to be warned. Well, beware and warning and welcome, everybody, to Choose Your Own Book Club. It's a podcast all about the Choose Your Own Adventure books
1: and other stuff. Sometimes we just throw other stuff in there.
0: We yeah. do. I mean, we, we, we try to. We, we try to make it fun.
1: segways, sidebars. We have
0: segways. We, we ride segways. <laughs> we're riding segways right now <laughs> as, we're, as we're recording this.
1: <laughs> oh, that would actually be fun.
0: But we do it like Mario Kart style, where I'm throwing like bananas. (laughs) Bananas in (laughs) front of you. Oh God! Oh, a full Segway
1: episode on Segways. Well, now we have to.
0: Yeah. Um, So my name's Peter. I'm a librarian.
1: My name's Abby. I'm also a librarian.
0: And um, we have a new setup today. We're using Abby's uh, makerspace. Mm -hmm. Um, We're using her podcast. Uh, It's not my
1: personal one.
0: Well, I don't know. It exists
1: inside of the library where I work.
0: But you you know a person. Yeah. Like so, yeah. 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 Um so yeah, if we sound extra buttery today.
1: If we're smooth is smooth smoothed down <laughs> smooth things. You like
0: butter. You could butter is smooth, you sure. can just say that. Or
1: like you make your bed and then you smooth the sheets and that's what it's like. Do you do that? No, I've never made it. <laughs> I don't make my bed. All right. Well I actually read one time that if you make your bed then harmful bacteria like live there and stuff. So I'm like, oh, great! I don't want to make beds. Well,
0: that's what my wife does. My wife like leaves it open for like the first like hour or so. Yeah, air it out. Yeah, air it out, baby. Mm -hmm.
1: I just leave it open all day. (laughs) I air it out all day,
0: and then so you're thinking? (laughs) That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So we are here to not talk about bedsheets. We could, though. We could start a whole new
1: podcast about it. Choose your own bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Choose, your own. Choose your own cleaning method. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is no cleanings. Right. I don't like to clean.
0: I, ever? Or?
1: <sighs> no. Okay. I mean, I do, because every once in a while I'm like, this place is a mess, and then I go real wild with it.
0: And then it's not sustainable, and then you burn out. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's kind of how I do everything, though, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's great. Uh, All right. So today we are talking about Mystery of the Maya.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I like this because I have an old version Mm -hmm. with old, old art, and -hmm. you have a newer version. So we can see... Um, if my art is more problematic than yours, I <laughs> I guess it is.
0: Yeah, so you don't have a Paul Granger this time because no. Paul Granger seemed to have record um, Paul Granger did the artwork for the first 10.
1: Yeah, they found a new guy.
0: And so wh- what's their name?
1: Richard Anderson.
0: Okay well, we'll have to look into him later.
1: Yeah, Mr. Anderson.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: but, uh, yeah, I'm reading the re-releases. Um, basically, we said this in a previous podcast, but if you are looking at the re-releases, you will only find the R, R. Montgomerys, because those are the only ones that have been re-released, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, for better or worse.
1: Um, Usually s- worse.
0: <laughs> well, let's get into first impressions of Mystery of the Maya. So, Ooh. this Mystery of Maya is uh, written by Aaron Montgomery. This is 1981. So, I am really excited to talk about this book.
1: Yeah, I know. You were telling me yesterday, he's like, this is maybe terrible, but it's maybe my favorite one (laughs) ever.
0: So I'm interested in knowing your thoughts first.
1: Oh, okay. Um, My thoughts are, uh, I, I don't know why I was surprised that it went there, but... Aliens. (laughs) Aliens.
0: <laughs> right, but this general, like, how do you feel about this book?
1: Angry. Angry. About the, about the aliens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I get really upset about... Uh, I feel like it's a really, like, disrespectful jump to say, hey, this primitive culture came up with all of these really brilliant ideas. The only way they could have done it is if...
0: Aliens! I agree. <laughs>
1: so, so that makes me just really, like, gosh, do better. Conspiracy theorists, come on.
0: <sighs> no, um, I, I agree. That. I agree, definitely agree with that part.
1: But this is a book too, where, um, you know, usually you're presented as a a child right mm-hmm. away. Um, this one, I, I can't. I think you're not.
0: Well, here's the thing. So maybe, well, we can talk but about that maybe later. Maybe you
1: are, and so this one was. Just like, woo! It was a wild ride. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was a little bit I was maybe learning stuff, but I was kind of also maybe not learning stuff. And there was. uh, (laughs) uh, mm -hmm. It was a whiplash. Okay. That's what. If I had to put it in a word, whiplash would be the word.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that (laughs) sentiment. I, I do feel this one can get problematic at times. I think this is one of my favorites so far. <laughs> um, and though I, I agree that this could be, it doesn't age the best. I, I, I can't describe it the best yet, but I, I feel it's, it still works. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, this is, as a ki- as a if I read this as a kid, I wouldn't have liked it. But as an adult, I'm kind of liking what he's going for, even though I do acknowledge that there is some problematic elements to it. Right. So how about, let's just get into it with Choose your own summary. <laughs> okay. So, do you have a theme song for that?
1: Choose your own summary, girl, cause <laughs> it's always me who does it. I'm a, mostly a girl, sometimes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Amazing theme song.
1: <laughs> Thank you. It's on the spot. All right. Came up with uh, it. it does, Everything. This is show. I want everyone to know. Like, a lot – this is very much improv stuff. Like, we don't write stuff down a lot of the times. This is all just off the top of the well, dome.
0: it kind of shows, Abby. <laughs> like, I don't know. you like, oh, like, like, oh, it's so good. Like, we –
1: We're so funny that maybe you think we planned this stuff, but no.
0: No, it shows, Abby. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it shows. <laughs> don't <laughs> – I think we should pat ourselves on the back a little bit, but not that hard, Andy.
1: Um, We're not writing this material. (laughs) This is um, completely off the cuff, so.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So you are going to summarize this book in six seconds or less, Mm -hmm. but you have to choose how you want to do it. So option one is we're going to do kind of like a a time switch. So the first half, you're going to do your regular voice, Mm -hmm. and then the second half I'll point to you, and then you have to use like an old English accent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I want to see a lot of tis. (laughs) I want to see a lot of (laughs) ets. Option two Mm -hmm. is there's kind of like a newspaper um, uh, narrative to this. So you have to do it kind of like 1930s Extra, extra, newspaper, <laughs> stuff. Beep 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 beep. <laughs> just like that. So, okay. what were you thinking? Choice is yours, Abby.
1: Um, I'll do the uh, switch to the Shakespearean.
0: Okay, I figured. Do you need to <laughs> set up at all? Uh. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything like. Okay. Because th- the the stupider gets the funnier. Yeah, so yeah, right, You don't have to right, do anything right. actually good.
1: Okay, I just gotta be real stupid about it.
0: <laughs> That's kind of the podcast.
1: Remember, we did not write any of this down, as <laughs> <laughs> I have already told you. Okay.
0: All right. So, six seconds starts. No.
1: Okay, I am a news reporter and my editor has told me that I have to go to Mexico and even though there have been a bunch of people who have tried to figure out why the Mayan civilization fell, I, a young news reporter, have to try to figure out why it fell by myself. Um, and a guy named Manuel is going to meet me down there and I have to decide if I'm going to investigate the ruins or go to meet a like guy, doctor guy. And if I go to the ruins a bunch of stuff happens, but if I go to the Switch. doctor guy then I shall go back in time and I will take <laughs> a time potion and if I take it the time <laughs> yes. I will go to the ancient Mayan civilization. Indeed. And to be or not to be, I will go <laughs> up into the place and there are ten seconds. Priests and priestesses and warriors and I basically learn
0: that everything sucks. <laughs> Fine and Good. Perfect. That's it. <sighs> exactly one minute. So that was that was pretty good. I know. So uh, do you need to take a moment to come back to? <sighs> Gotta get the back day? in
1: in my regular. <laughs> back into my normal persona. Back in time. Oh gosh,
0: back in time. <laughs> so good. All right. So let's just get into this book. So I think you set it up as that you work for the newspaper. I'm not sure if that's... I'm like, maybe right. I work well, for well, we'll get into it. Yeah. So it starts off, right on page one, with there's a vision of your friend, Tom. What? What?
1: Oh. Yours starts out so different than mine.
0: Oh, interesting. <gasps> oh. So we have noticed uh, that there have been slight changes
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, between the re-releases and the original. Um... Usually they're very small.
1: Yeah. This is a big one,
0: though. Okay. Well, here's how mine starts. Yeah, go. Um, so, yeah, you you start off with a vision of Tom kind of being sacrificed on top of a mine uh, pyramid. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> Not remotely. Oh, wow. Not okay. even.
0: And then so you wake up, and then it kind of starts from there about... Uh, about Tom. So how does yours start? I'm I'm curious now.
1: Tom is not even in this. I don't even know who Tom is. What
0: are you talking about? Who
1: is Tom?
0: What? This is huge. Who is
1: Tom at all? Wow. Okay. Um, Mine is I'm a writer on assignment to travel to Mexico to explore the ruins of the Mayan Indians. My editor in New York hopes that I will gather enough information to write a book about why the Mayan civilization collapsed. Uh, it's a tough assignment because tons of people have researched it. Tons of people? <laughs> tons. So it's, it's like no one knows what happened to them. And so basically, like, I fly there to Merida, the capital of the Yucatan, mm-hmm. and I meet up with Manuel.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's from there, it's the same.
1: <laughs> I guess so, but... Every there's no Tom at all in my story. Wow.
0: Okay. So, yeah, that, that's <laughs> obviously a big change. So, so let's just back up again. So, yeah. um, so for my book, the re-release, I get a vision that uh, Tom is being sacrificed. I don't R, know, R. P. <laughs>
1: well,
0: then I wake up, <laughs> and then um, so I'm going to Mexico to try and find Tom. Um, Why is he there? So, well, three days ago, your best friend Tom disappeared on assignment in Mexico. He was doing oh. a piece for cable TV on the ancient Mayan temples at Chichen Just Ch- Thank you, <laughs> Chichen, Itza. Thank you. Ch- Ch- Chichen Itza His assistant Amanda called to tell you the news
1: Oh my gosh
0: So that's I mean we're we're there for similar reasons Yeah It's just that
1: Right mine starts with this like two-page summary about the Mayan people and how they were excellent mathematicians and astronomers and engineers. They built all these huge things. It's seriously like their farms were so great, and then they all just like basically disappeared. Like someone pulled a plug on their civilization.
0: Mine goes into that a little bit too. Um, it's very kind of positive towards the Mayan culture because uh-huh. uh, it's it's going to steer a little bit right in a, in a bit. Um, but yeah, it is about just different kind of like geographical facts. Um, and And things like that, but again, the, the thing is I'm looking for Tom
1: <laughs> no, I'm I do find never looking for Tom I
0: do find Manuel, uh-huh. but Manuel was Tom's guide first. oh yes, so let's let's describe Manuel because again, that seems to be kind of the the, the central
1: mm-hmm. figure in
0: both books and just in the narrative at large right. Um, So yeah, I meet up with uh, Tom's guide, Manuel, or just your guide in Mm -hmm. in your aspect.
1: For me, he's a short, dark-skinned man dressed in white pants and a brightly patterned red, yellow, and blue shirt.
0: Okay, so Manuel is a well-known guide for those who seek the mysteries of the Mayans. And he has good connections at Merida University, where the best Mayan scholars work. But Manuel has a reputation of being unusual. Tom suspected that he might be the reincarnation of an ancient Mayan shaman.
1: No. Huh. None of that at all. So at all for me.
0: I don't know if this episode's gonna be good or not because <laughs> we're just discovering that there's huge differences in these books.
1: This is super interesting though. Because this I has mean, never happened before. I think this will be interesting to see like how different they are though.
0: Huh. You know? So how is Manuel described? I
1: just told you, his skin is like copper, though. Uh, his large nose and sloping forehead remind you of paintings and stone carvings you've seen of the Mayas.
0: Yes. And um,
1: and then I realized that he's one of the descendants of ancient Mayan tribes. No? Right.
0: So, yeah, that it's described like that yeah. to me as well. Mm-hmm. And then I... It seemed fairly racist to describe someone like that. Yeah,
1: a little bit, maybe.
0: Um, it seemed kind of like phrenology, thats the right mm-hmm. word, right? Phrenology. Yeah.
1: With where it's like, oh, well, you
0: have you have the skull yeah. of a. So it's it seemed a little. That seemed a little bit of a problematic way to describe someone, until you realize that Ma- uh, that Manuel actually was a time traveler. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's what Montgomery was going for, I but I kind of took it. Well, the
1: illustrations more that in my way.
0: book are. Well, yes, the illustrations, at least in yikes. the in the original, are not. Big kind. big yikes! Yes. No.
1: I mean, especially when you see yourself and you're like, "Oh, I look no, I look like a you know, just reasonable person." Mm-hmm. And then it's like, "Oh, this is a caricature."
0: Yeah, it's like it's a it's very <laughs> racist caricature oh, in the gosh. in the original.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, you can definitely see what they were trying to like fix from mm-hmm. the old version to the new mm-hmm. version, but it's still a little woof.
0: Um, So anyway, then Manuel takes you to Dr. Lopez. So you can go to Dr. Lopez or you can go right to the site. Mm -hmm. And so Dr. Lopez basically says, hey, I have a time-traveling potion that the Mayans created. Yeah. Do you want to take it? Yeah. And so that setup makes absolutely no sense. Mm -hmm. Very bonkers. However, it's a very – I think it's a very interesting setup to be like, hey, how do you want to look for – For in my case, how do you want to look for Tom? Do you want to go into the past or do you want to go into the present and look for him? Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's – that's how the, um, the book branches out. So did yeah. you have a similar setup?
1: Um, yes, but I did not go visit Dr. Lopez in my first run. It took me a while to go visit him. Oh, okay. So – I did not get to the time traveling for uh, a good 45 minutes. (laughs) Like, I read Mm -hmm. through every possible ending (laughs) of, like, just going to the ruins and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, literally every ending of Ruinsing. And then I was like, fine, I'll go visit this dorky doctor. (laughs) I'm sure that's something Peter would do right
0: away. (laughs) I I did go to the doctor right away. I
1: knew it. And so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, I did not go see him until until very far along because that's
0: like that's literally half the book is the time travel I
1: know so I missed out on the time travel until very far which is down the line, which is a bummer because you know i mean i I still had like a fun fun time mm-hmm. in the ruins I had a really fun first run through him well, how about ruins. let's
0: get to your run through? Really okay, quick. hold
1: on, let me Ugh. so. When I did my first run through, yes, I met Manuel. Then I decided to go to the ruins. Um, but instead of taking me to the ruins, we, he went to the hotel. Like, And he's telling me some mm-hmm. stuff. And he's telling me about um, these two different ruins. He says, we can go to – tomorrow we can go to Chichen Itza or we can go to um, Usmal. And so I was like, uh, I guess I'm going to go to Usmal. It's older. I think they'll be cool. So I go to Usmal. And then when we arrive – There's, like, two different areas. There's, like, this Temple of the Magicians, or there's a nunnery. And I was like, I'm going to go to the nunnery. I Mm -hmm. think that sounds creepy. So I go to this spooky nunnery, and I find a spooky note telling me to go to a hotel. And then there's like a room in the hotel on thursday night and i'm like oh no it is thursday right now so i'm gonna go <laughs> uh there's danger afoot and so i go go to the hotel it's like oh do you go or not do you go or not and i'm like yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go right away so i go to the hotel and then i when i get there i'm just like jumped i get ambushed mm-hmm. right away by some soldiers and they yell at you and they're like we're gonna arrest you you're with the revolutionaries and uh, we captured them already We're gonna capture you too. You gotta tell us what's going on. And you're like, oh, I don't, Mm -hmm. nothing. I'm a writer. I'm here learning about the Mayans. And then they're like, oh, you're not the guy we're looking for. And then they let you go. Mm
0: -hmm. And then, (laughs) oh well, I have a I have a similar ending where they it's they seem to think that the the person they're looking for is. Tom.
1: Oh, really? See, Tom's not involved. Right. Exactly. He's not involved at all. So then they let you go, but then you're like, oh, I should have gone to Chichen Itza. So then you go to Chichen Itza, and then when you get there, um, Manuel was with you again, and he's like, oh, look at that. There's a red light on top of the temple, and it's because there's aliens. Uh, You want to go? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) sure. I love aliens. And then you go, and then you find out that's what happened to the Mayans.
0: Yeah. Which is a bummer.
1: (laughs) I hated it. That was my first run-through, and I was really mad about it.
0: (laughs) Well, (sighs) before we talk about my (laughs) run-through, I do like – I was thinking on the way over here. Both Montgomery and Packard seem to have different philosophies about how these books should work. Mm -hmm. Where Packard seems to think that all – he seems to think of it as kind of like one big narrative and that there's separate choices. Separate choices throughout the book, but it all is like one cohesive uh, narrative. Mm -hmm. And so choices you make in one branch don't necessarily negate the others. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Montgomery seems to have a different philosophy where one choice you make can completely negate the other choices that you would make otherwise. Yeah. It makes the book just not as comprehensive and not as, this is the word I use all the time, cohesive when talking about these books. (laughs) Right. It doesn't flow as well, and it doesn't really make for one overall narrative. True. In this story, I feel like Montgomery uses his philosophy to his benefit Mm -hmm. because, like, there's this past storyline, there's this present storyline... Because of his philosophy, they are these separate branches, but the way he sets this up, they both connect in this this very interesting way. Um, so, but bo- in the in the past storyline, you find out that the mind priests and priestesses are kind of exploiting people, uh, exploiting people lower than them through physical violence mm-hmm. and p- through sacrifice. Mm-hmm. In the present storyline, you find out that people are also being exploited, but this time through financial reasons.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that part.
0: So I don't know if that's what he was going for, but that's why I kind of like this book, because it, it, these two storylines work so well together. Mm-hmm. And it, he's not, like, he's not overemphasizing the theme of that. I think it's very subtle. So subtle, it might be... Accidental? <laughs> maybe, maybe you're just making it up. You're picking up well, something I, that's not there. <laughs> it's the English major in me. They'd be like, "Oh, well, like, oh, he definitely meant this. Oh, it's so deep. Right. And I'm sure he was like, I don't know, whatever." But it is very interesting that these two storylines are about exploiting people mm-hmm. and you trying to fix it one way or the other.
1: Right. The aliens part doesn't really fit in, though.
0: I agree. <laughs> I could have done without the aliens. I agree. However, in this, I, I agree that the, the alien storyline is often problematic when we're talking about past mm-hmm. civilizations. In this storyline, though, because we're talking about past and present, you could make an argument that, that like the like future kind of, it's a way to kind of rope in the future but and make it one that big circle.
1: But did you get that weird part where you, like... Get to go off to the region of dream, the planet of dreams or the region of light?
0: I maybe glanced through that part. Yeah. I know there's <laughs> Montgomery is kind of speculating often about how the Mayans disappeared because mm-hmm. I think even now, I mean, I just did a quick Wikipedia uh, search on Mayan culture, and for the most part, he seems to have gotten it right.
1: Like, he actually did some research. He did some research, yeah. clearly.
0: Like, the like the, the names uh, and places seem right. to be accurate.
1: Well, and a lot of times in the past books, like in the deadwood Ask one mm-hmm. and in the Nabuti one that we just read, like, that's something that we kind of ripped into them yes. for. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to see that there was a little bit more, uh, like, tactfulness in that they're like, okay, we're going to actually write about a culture that exists and we're going to do it.
0: While, with research and yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> try a little bit harder, maybe. Yeah. So, Montgomery kind of speculates why the Mayan people disappeared. So, there's an a ending where you find out that the, the Mayans um, perished through over-farming. You find out that they perished through, like, uh, disease, which is, is another mm-hmm. theory. Yeah. Uh, the plague. Um, you find out that they might have perished through another tribe. I, the name escapes me, starts with a T. Yeah,
1: Tol... Toltec or something? Yes, I believe
0: that Toltec. Yep, um, they might have just been overwhelmed by them, mm-hmm. which is another common theory. I think that theory might be disproven at this point, but in the eighties, perhaps not. And then you also find out that well, maybe they got sucked up by aliens.
1: Yeah, my least favorite of the theories. Yeah, So do you
0: want to do you want to explain that part, or is that what you're talking about with the with the dreams? Or
1: well, yeah. So like eventually you get to a, a point where when you're traveling through time and stuff. Um, when you're back in the past, you're like, okay, I want to go ahead a little bit. You know, you're seeing Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, I'm in this little community, this farming community, and I want to go ahead because I want to see a little bit more of the future of this place because that's Mm -hmm. what I'm doing here. I'm writing a book about the Mayan civilization. So you drink a little bit more of your potion, you go forward like a hundred years, and oh no, there's way less people here, and they're Mm -hmm. all sickly and dying because You know, the farmland has dried up. There's not been any rain. Everyone's dying. And Dr. Lopez, who has been kind of your guide throughout all of this, is like, well, take some more of that potion and just go into the future more. So you gulp down some more of the potion and you are like, whoops, I skipped ahead too far. Mm -hmm. The earth is a frozen wasteland and... (laughs) whoopsie doops I am way too far in the future and then you're starting to get these like messages from other planets that are like hey did you not get this part I didn't (laughs) you get these messages from other planets that are like hey hey guy What's up? We're gonna <laughs> Just like that in that voice? Yeah, we're your buddies. We're going to come and help you get away from the Earth. Earth is totally done for. Wait for us there. And then they zip you up. You're picked up by a team of space creatures, and they say, hey, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the planet of dreams? Do you want to go to the region of light? So in the planet of dreams, um, you could answer all of your hopes, which is really cute. And in the region of light, um, you learn how to help others. Okay, so if you go to the Planet of Dreams, you're like, this place is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a giant amusement park. There's just fun houses and stuff here. This is disturbing. You want to go back to the real world as hard as it may be. And then Dr. Lopez is right there, and he's like, you know what? Um, Being a dreamer doesn't really get you anywhere. Go back to the other place. So then you go to the region of light, and you are, like, surrounded by all these like soda straw looking things that are different colors and okay. <laughs> you hear weird music and you get to understand all of the happiness and pain in the universe and you get sent back to Earth to be a guide for those who search and wonder. Huh? It's not presented as a choice. It is a command. The end.
0: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> yep. It is, yeah, a weird ending. There's There's different alien parts mm-hmm. where like, Oh, you're at Chichen Itza, and there's this red light, and the aliens can suck you up, yes. or Manuel wipes your brain with like a little Men in Black kind of thing.
0: Is <laughs> um. his cool sunglasses on?
1: Mm-hmm. One of those things. But
0: so it is interesting, though, that when Montgomery does bring up the future stuff, he does paint the future as kind of bleak, mm-hmm. in that this civilization we're currently living in has also disappeared and died. Yeah. So although it can lead, be problematic, obviously. Yeah. It For the overarching kind of like the circle of this narrative, it partially works. They, he could have done it better. I think it has a place in this book. I just wish he would have done it a little bit better.
1: Right. I think kind of the um, understanding that I got was like, of course, the Mayan civilization fell. Every civilization falls mm-hmm. and ours will too. Um Yay. <laughs> that's why you listen I'm, to the podcast. I'm so sorry, children. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's realistically what, you know, he's going for here. Um, but it's
0: also, but it's not it's not necessarily bleak. It's just more honest. Circle of life, baby. Yes. It's not like... Elton John told us all about it. <laughs> We've all seen The Lion King. Hold me close to Tiny Dancer, right? Yeah. That's what he meant by that. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's not it's not bleak. It's just more honest that even though something dies, something else takes its place. Yeah, kind of this big circle. Like like this book is kind of like one big circular narrative, mm-hmm. unlike previous Montgomerys. Mm-hmm. So I I think this one had a lot of potential, and also like his writing style is vastly improved. Oh, like even his, from the last one. Yes, yes. Like his his senses have gotten more detailed. They're longer. <laughs>
1: Did you have this part in your last? There's a poem in it. This this was like my absolute favorite moment that mm-hmm. happened in this book. Um, so this happens as you're like back in time, mm-hmm. right? When back you're back in time, back in time. We're gonna have to have the music every time. Every time that we say we're back in time. We can't
0: afford that. We can't.
1: <laughs> Huey Lewis, is it okay? He didn't say anything. Darn it. Um, <laughs> So when you're back in time... you said,
0: it's hip to be fair use. That was
1: pretty good. That was a good one. Mm. I like it. Um, <laughs> it's a cover. It's fine. So <laughs> it's a, it counts as a cover song. Um, so anyway, you're back in time. You're up by the priests and priestesses. If you're like, they're up, you're up there with them and they're like, hey, you want to sacrifice something? Mm-hmm. If you can choose to run away or yes. you can choose to go ahead and mm-hmm. be like, sure, I'll... So I'll kill a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're like, okay, I'll kill a thing, and you just keep going through with like the killing of the things and mm-hmm. stuff, eventually you get to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, they're just gonna keep making me kill stuff, and you don't want to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Then you can be like, Manuel, please help me, and he ca- he appears before you mm-hmm. randomly, and he's like, he's kind
0: of like this deity, yeah, throughout. The novel. Yes. Which there's... Kind of like testing you.
1: Yes. So you get to this point where you ask for his help. And he appears in front of you and he's like, um, just pick one of my hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I that <I, I> <laughs> He's like, if you pick his left hand, um, he basically disappears and like a feather is left in its place. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, he's the plumed serpent god. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Qu- Quetzalcoatl? Yeah. Quetzalcoatl?
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm.
1: um, <laughs> that's, uh, that that happens. But uh, if you choose his other hand, I think it's right hand, he he unclenches his right fist and there's like a key to a safe deposit box, which somehow you get to go back to. Um, And you get to the airport, you open the box with the key inside of it. There's a note in it that says, the plumed serpent, the most powerful god of the Mayas, wishes you luck. Go back where you came from and study your own country. (laughs) Maybe you can help your people. They're in danger. And I loved that so much because he's saying to you, get out of here, you culture vulture. (laughs) Yeah, Worry about your own problems. Mm -hmm. And I loved that
0: (laughs) so much Mm -hmm.
1: because I felt like it just really hit the nail on the head. (laughs) It's
0: the opposite of Mm Nabuti. And also, speaking of the opposite of Nabuti, there was an ending. There's... Um, a part where you can dive down into the water Mm -hmm. and you can find the treasure of the plumed serpent. Mm. And so you can take it right away. You can go back in time.
1: (laughs) Back in time.
0: (laughs) And uh, get it then. Mm -hmm. And if you go back in time and get it, um, you basically tell the Mexican government and then the Mexican government is like, hey, thanks a lot. And they take it basically for themselves. But... You're basically okay with it because um, you say you realize that uh, you don't really mind after all. The mine treasure rightfully belongs to the people of Mexico who are their descendants. So, again, that's that's just a complete tonal shift from Nabuti where it's like, these are mine. These are my dead uncle's jewels. <laughs> <laughs> he, he died for them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, I think there is an option like where you can take the treasure mm-hmm. for yourself. But, I mean, I think the, the fact that he at least in one branch, kind of acknowledge that yeah. is, I think, a step up
1: for Montgomery. Totally. There is another branch, too, where you'd kind of mentioned this before, where it's like if you stay in the present and do all this stuff, um, uh, at one point you get, like, captured by the police or something, and they ask you to be a, a double agent yes, and try to, like, help them fight the revolutionaries. So it's the
0: the Red Hand Gang?
1: Yes, but then you go to the Red Hand Gang mm-hmm. and you're, like, infiltrating them, wink, um, for the government. Mm-hmm. And you're there with them and you're like, oh, they're just helping educate people and mm-hmm. trying to help people make their own food and, you know, not be so destitute. And you're like, huh, these people are really great. I really like them. So then you decide you're going to join them or if you're going to, like, not join mm-hmm. them, um, you know, that's bad. So if you join them it's like, wow, you have a great, wonderful life and it's full of purpose. But if you um if you don't join them, they kill you.
0: <laughs> so, In yeah. mine it was different. <laughs> really? Because if you don't join them, um they're going to kill you, but then guess who comes out? Who? Tom. Really? And Tom is like, No, like let's spare him, but you gotta go.
1: No, I face a firing squad.
0: Yeah, and, and I, not there's rude. a
1: great picture of me being strung up by my wrists,
0: with people looking menacingly with at you. some
1: tufts, with a knife leering at me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I uh, viva la révolution. You know? <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. I'm gonna go ahead and join this gang, and we're not gonna hurt anybody. We're just going to encourage people to demand elections and reform, and mm-hmm. teach them about the law and give them hope. And that's what I do. Good my beautiful. life may be in constant danger, but I'm committed to my work. I love it. The end.
0: And there's a there's <laughs> a similar ending for the past storyline, mm. where you can basically shut down the um, the, the the sacrifices, and just you, you just basically sacrifice like food. To, to the gods mm-hmm. and the people rejoice and they celebrate you uh, but you're always looking over your shoulder because like it, it was something like the Mayan like shaman justice is like swift ah. and cruel or something Ooh. so like kind of have a, a similar uh, ending Ooh. in the past storyline where you can kind of like try to fix sweet the injustices I like it so how do you feel oh I, I guess I didn't get to my ending no yeah so I go to the doctor right away mm-hmm and then, so, uh, he gives me the, the Back in Time potion.
1: Yeah. Back in time.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And so, you can uh, choose to drink it right away, or there's another option. But, in my book, because it's the re-release, it was like, hey, go to this um, website if you want the secret extra ending. Uh-huh. And I was like, this book was written 20 years ago. There's no way this website still exists. Uh-huh. So, the secret ending is... If you only drink it halfway and not, not, not fully all the Uh way down. Um, so I drink it halfway and because again, I like to do the cowardly way, but also it's like, I just want to know, like, does this (laughs) still exist? Because again, this, this website will be 20 years old. Yeah. And open up on my, on my phone. Sure enough, it still exists. Wow. So, um, basically my ending was, um, I get trapped and, uh, I'm kind of enslaved uh, and one of the people is like, hey, one of the guards really likes snake meat. Let's hunt a snake and give it to him. And then so we find the best snake, and we give it to the guard. And then the the guy was like, hey, with, because the snake is so great, you're going to let us go. That's the deal. And the guard's like, no, the deal is you're going to find snakes for me forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. So it was oh, a very unfulfilled ending. Oh,
1: no, that's a horrible ending.
0: And again, like... I, I feel this book is either accidentally or intentionally going for some higher things, and that, <laughs> that doesn't really th- think to like that doesn't really fit in with the rest of no, the no the book
1: not at all. No, that was a dumb ending. <laughs> now you're just a somebody's snake wrangler forever. <laughs> That's silly.
0: Well, let's get to favorite deaths. And there weren't really.
1: There's not a lot of just deaths.
0: Well, there, I mean, there is, but they're just kind of. They're not really fun. Mm-mm. Which again, like I, as a kid, I would not like this book. No. But as an adult, I think it's an interesting commentary on society.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Plus, also, is this kind of historically, maybe not accurate, but it's this historical. Just from a historical aspect, is this boring too, for kids? I think, I think it's boring <laughs> for kids, right? But I think this, as a histor- from the, like, this historical aspect, it's just kind of interesting to kind of go back in time and, right. and see how these people most likely lived. <laughs> yeah, the old pictures <laughs> are awful.
1: They're terrible. Go they're to our very, Instagram. I will put them on uh, there. They're
0: very bad caricatures. Oh, oh. Again, I think that's why I think so highly of this book. Is because my <laughs> pictures are a lot more sensitive.
1: Yeah, mine are.
0: Oof. So anyway, what was your, did you have a favorite?
1: I do have a favorite um, death, but it's not a real death. Sure, or favorite ending. Yeah, so um, in, when I'm back in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I decide to join the warriors and we go to fight against um our rival tribe, the Toltecs. And when we do that, um if you instead of going to fight right away, if you hide, hang back, maybe, because you're not very good at warrioring.
0: <laughs> warrioring.
1: Warrioring. You if you hang back, you see somebody who's gonna like fling some rocks at your buddies and so you're like watch out duck
0: mm-hmm. I think um, I got this too if
1: if they're like what duck <laughs> they don't get it <laughs> they um, uh, if you like then you end up basically getting stuck in the jungle at one point and then you're like laying there and you're just like laying on the ground oh, and then your time potion wears off and then you don't realize it but there's like people taking pictures of you eventually and then you just go go back in the ambulance, and you're like, no one will ever believe that you time-traveled the end. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great, because you see yourself, like, laying there on the ground, you're like, ugh, the earth spins around you, and then you're worried these people are going to kill you, and then, oh, nope, they're just taking your picture. They just are taking your picture for the Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of another uh, ending.
0: Where um, you can become like a, a laborer and you can work on one of the pyramids mm-hmm. and your potion starts to wear off. Because a lot of times the potion wears off You yeah. of back in the present time.
1: Which is weird. Like it doesn't always. Oh, oh, I forgot. Oh, man. I have an even better ending. Go sure. ahead.
0: Um, <laughs> so your potion starts to work, uh, wear off and you can see people waving at you in, in the modern day. Mm-hmm. But it only wears off halfway. So, you're like, you're somehow stuck in the past and stuck in the present. So you're, like, forever working on this pyramid. Uh, 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 uh. Um, and Which seems like a more traditional yeah. uh, choose your own adventure ending. Otherwise, the endings are kind of more about here's how the minds maybe mm-hmm. disappeared.
1: Um, I just remembered, as you're saying stuck in time, I had... Stuck in time! I had, like, the, the dumbest and best ending that yeah. I hit was... Um, When you're actually in the present, you're uh, in – I think you're in Usmal, I think. You're up there. You're, like, in the nunnery exploring. If you go into one of these rooms in the nunnery, the floor drops out. Yes. And you go all the way through the earth and land in a rice paddy in China. Oh, I didn't get
0: that. (laughs) I did. And it was (laughs) – so weird. I got, that's so interesting that you said that because I got the same ending where it drops out.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But you just end up in a in a room. And it seemed like a very, like, Montgomery ending where it was like, you can choose, beforehand it was like, you can choose this or you can choose the safe path and go this way. Uh-huh. And then the wording was like, oh, so you want to check the, the safe path? Too bad. Floor drops out, you're dead. <laughs> How do you like that? Uh. <laughs> Oh, man. It seemed very abrupt, but yeah, that's interesting. That for you, you ended up all the way on the other side of yeah. the planet. Yep. And for me, like I ended up in like some sort of like Mayan temple. Oh yeah, deep no. Deep
1: I was in um, I was in China in a rice paddy. It was huh. it was very interesting. That is interesting. So that's another way that our books are different.
0: <laughs> what yeah, about it's so- you? Crazy that you don't have Tom in your book because I have he's no so Tom. Like, he's so overarching. Like he's he it felt very like Apocalypse Now, where you're trying to find mm. Colonel oh, Marlon Brando, Colonel
1: Mustard. Yeah, you're
0: trying to find <laughs> Colonel Mustard, and and then when you you kind of do like he's kind of like this mm. mythical figure. Um, once once you finally meet him, like you know this, this movie's two and a half hours long, and then you finally meet him, and he's really changed. He's completely what you not what you thought. And that was true for Tom. Like, once you finally meet him, like, he's either leading the revolution or he's, like, a, a prisoner with the, the Mayans. Or he's, like, a representative for the aliens. My, the re-release is...
1: Significantly different. I have no idea. But it's also, it seems better. Right? Like,
0: it, it, it just seems like it, it ties a little bit better well, I all have these been threats.
1: cheated and wronged.
0: Well, you should go back in time and read my book.
1: I got to get some of that Mayan time potion. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I appreciate though that it was actually time potion and not time and space potion because it had, it had very, it it had the same rules all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a good thing. There was consistency at least there in the way that the time potion worked. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that room worked dropping me through the planet Right. I don't think that's actually how.
0: Oh, you how don't think it that's work. actually what would work, Abby. <laughs> like,
1: um, I don't think that would actually be on the opposite side of the planet. Mm-hmm. From well, there. he didn't
0: research that a lot, apparently. No. Well, that was mystery of the Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, this one isn't wasn't necessarily fun to read, but i I think it's interesting. I think that the re release works. There, there is still some problematic things that need to be buffed out, mm-hmm. like the describing the, the manu- Manuel mm-hmm. uh, the way that they did. Yeah, it's maybe could be updated for sure. Um, and also the the alien thing could maybe be buffed out a little bit again too. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think this one holds up pretty well with the, the re-release at least, um, as long as you just yeah. For, forget your pictures because your pictures are awful. <laughs> My
1: pictures are horrible.
0: But other than that, I would kind of recommend this one. This one just isn't fun.
1: No, it's not. It's not goofy, silly, haha, fun times. Yes,
0: but it's just—it's so interesting. And if if you go into it with just kind of thinking about this parallel structure of the the past and the present, mm-hmm. the problems of the past are still here. They're just different. Yeah. I think if you think of it that way. This one works really well. Yeah, I was so shocked because I was I was ready to rip this one apart. <laughs> and so, but I, but I started reading, I was like, oh, like there's something here.
1: Oh, see, I I still am ready to rip mine yeah, apart. So, fair enough. Yeah, because mine is mm-hmm. still the old old timey version.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've clearly come a long we way. We come a since long then. way, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Through the hard times and the good.
0: As we go. um,
1: No, different song. Sorry. (laughs) I I was doing the Fat Boy Slim one. Yeah, I have
0: to praise like I should. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, thanks for choosing (laughs) us today, everybody. Um, So let's do our housekeeping. Make Mm -hmm. sure that you um, subscribe so, so you can stay on top of recent episodes. Yeah. Make sure that you uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts.
1: Don't rate us anything less than five stars. Please,
0: yes. That just helps us out because, um, like I said, the the, the rating system carries over to other podcasts. And so it just kind of helps us out. Um, You can follow us on Instagram and we post awful pictures. Just, no, I would call them cursed.
1: (laughs) I would call them cursed (laughs) images if I could say anything.
0: Yeah, so if you want to sneak peek at some of the artwork, uh, you can go there. Mm-hmm. You can email us uh, at uh, chooseyourownbookclubpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll we'll do like a mailbag episode at some point. Sure. And I think that about covers it. Next time, we're doing kind of a, a special book for okay. Halloween. I don't think we want to announce it just yet. No, but oh, it's going to be spooky. <laughs> we got a little treat for you, for Halloween, you gave me the the worst face ever. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm sorry I disappointed you again, Abby. Um, yep. Well, it's okay, I'm bad. gonna
1: do a little ASMR for the people
0: with your eight, with your 20 year old book. Well, I guess 81, so it's, it's even older than that. It's 40, older. Like Forty, years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, this will be a new featured segment. No, no, it won't. <laughs> Whisper your own summary. <laughs> today
0: on this podcast. I hate it Don't, already. You're doing eye contact with me, though. That's <laughs> the worst part. Oh, no. <laughs> well, thanks for choosing us today, everybody. Uh Also, thanks to Pocket Casts, uh, they featured us uh, as uh, on on uh, one of the. They featured us recently on their app, and yes. we got a ton of uh, new listeners. So if you're listening to us on podcasts, welcome and thank you for choosing us.
1: Yeah, our faces were right next to LeVar, LeVar Burton, and I was crying,
0: <laughs> dude. Like
1: reading Rainbow is part of my like librarian origin story right. for mm. real. So that was little tears. Yeah. Little
0: baby tears. mm
1: -hmm. Butterfly in the sky.
0: (laughs) I can go back in time. (laughs) Well, thanks for choosing us today, everybody. I'm Peter. I'm a librarian.
1: I'm Abby. I'm also a librarian.
0: I'll see you next time, everybody. The end.